0: Hey, everybody, this is Skip Cohen, and you are right where you need to be, hanging out on the Angry Millennial Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, Jose here. I know you've heard the name before, Digital Transitions. You've heard him on the show. They are the leading reseller of phase one medium format digital systems. They do sales, rentals, support, and training of Phase One, Iso, Arca Swiss, Cambo, and Profoto Gear. They have locations in New York City and now Los Angeles, and of course, everywhere at digitaltransitions.com. Yet today, the reason why we have them on the show is awesome. Digital Transitions is actually looking for a new head of design, web, and social media for their New York office. It's a great opportunity with an amazing company. We're going to have a link in the show notes, the job description on Digital Transitions site so you guys can check it out, make sure it's a great fit, and then be sure to stay tuned because at the end of this episode, we're going to go over a ton of amazing discounts that Digital Transitions is giving away just for Angry Millennial listeners. All right, let's get on with the show. What's going on AM Nation and welcome to the Angry Millennial Show where we chat with creatives and entrepreneurs about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, the ugly. Today we have restaurant branding and marketing guru, Vigor and Grits and Grids founder, Joseph Zala. Joe, thanks for coming out. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course, of course. So uh, first we have to, let's chat about Don. Right. The great yeah. suit with a colorful
1: past who put us in touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, more more important than Don is his beard and his eyelashes. <laughs> the, man, the man has beautiful snuffleupagus eyelashes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a regular name here on the show. Uh, we always just kind of, I don't know how, we, we always think of him when we're recording, especially me and Jess. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to see if we can get him on for like a Thursday episode, uh, uh, you know, still. the short ones and see how he does and see if he wants to do a whole one. It'd be pretty funny.
1: He should. Uh, he has a lot, a lot of good things to say. And, uh, you know, you'll have to bring up that, um, back in the day we did make a MySpace page for his beard. <laughs> <Seriously>?
0: <laughs> he
1: had a lot of friends, a lot of friends at Donnie's beard. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: So, uh, let's get right into it. Tell me a bit about how it all started for you creatively. You know, like what, what came first for you?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think, I think it's, uh, a strike of lightning like it is for anybody. Um, You know, I used to draw comic books when I was a kid. Um, I uh, was working at a bagel shop. I played in a band. I was designing, uh, you know, posters for that band. And then I was like, Hey, wait a second. I kind of like the posters more than dealing with a bunch of guys that, Pretty much seemed like other girlfriends, you know, because being in a band is like a relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so from there, it just kind of steamrolled, you know, and then I found that I really loved the food industry and, you know, it kind of grew from there.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like for a
0: lot of people, a lot of people we talk to, it's music comes first, you know, so they Mm -hmm. were in a
1: band or...
0: You know, they were a graphic designer who then did, you know, um, the flyers for their band, and then picked up a camera and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think I think
1: people realize real quick that you're not going to get rich and famous, and <laughs> yeah. you're always going to get signed, and then uh, you know, yeah. it never never happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: uh, like me, you've always got a few irons in the fire at all times. Um, so tell me a bit about vigor and grits and grids and how they operate.
1: Sure. Um, so Vigor, I started back in like 2001, 2002, um, and it just started as a, a means to give a name to me, designing stuff, whatever it may be. Um, especially, and it actually happened when I was in school. So I was, I was going to college at a place in York that is no longer there. Um, which makes you feel really good about the degree you got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, Oh wait, <laughs> my place don't exist. That's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, but it's legendary now, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. Mystique. Um, got a mystique to it yeah you can't go there you, i mean <laughs> so oh, what are now, school? don't worry about it don't worry yeah. about it you couldn't get in <laughs> yeah there's no way yeah you're not getting in i don't care what your book looks like <laughs> um <laughs> so you know that's how vigor started and it didn't start as restaurant branding it started as everything anything i get my hands on right and um I would say in 2006 is when I did my first restaurant in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, when a friend showed me the logo he designed for his restaurant, and I kind of grabbed him and shook him. It was like, don't, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I- let me fix it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, from there, it kind of steamrolled. And then um, Grits and Grids is a blog that uh, essentially just shares restaurant branding and marketing and advertising work from around the world. I just, I, I scour the internet just like any designer, except I collect it and decide to start putting it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's taken off. Nice. It's, it's done quite well. So let me ask, uh, knowing that you had, you
0: had Vigor and all that kind of stuff, um, what what do you think made you brand it completely separate instead of just making it like the vigor blog you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so uh it was the vigor blog when it first started oh okay yeah so it it just started as like oh you know oh, i found this cool thing i'm going to put it there and then how did it begin i, I just i think i just kind of felt weird about posting other people's work on my company or my yeah, brand. i, I could I could, say. Yeah, I could get that yeah i can get that yeah And I I didn't want misconceptions to happen. Like, I didn't want someone to call. And and actually, I think it happened, like, once or twice where someone was like, man, I really like that. I'm like, well, that wasn't me.
0: So, (laughs) Okay. So, there you
1: go. Makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm like, you know, I'm going to peel this off and uh, give it a life. Give it a name. You know? And yes. Where'd you get the name from? uh, So, I moved to Atlanta five years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the first time I encountered Grits. I'm sure. Dude, you never
0: had, Uh, like, cream of wheat growing up? Nothing like that?
1: I was never into it. Oh, man. Not even that big of a fan now, but there's something about shrimp and grits It's like so good. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, grits was obviously a, a big thing. And then grids is a part of design. I mean, if you're not using the grid, you're breaking it. And if you don't know what the grid is, you're not a designer. Right. right. Um, so it just seemed like, hey, that's a pretty cool name. It was available as far as uh, the URL is concerned and pretty open when it came to social media handles. So um, I wish there was like some sort of magic that I, I wish I could like give you this strategy behind it but it was more like hey that'll work like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah
0: yeah no but you, you said it i mean a lot of um a lot of what people do and and name a lot of it is like you know your market how'd you come about all that kind of stuff which things about you so in that in that sense it definitely makes sense um and i guess vigor was just your way of saying you were very enthusiastic about design <laughs>
1: true man there yeah you go. there you go yeah i looked up uh, i think with the thesaurus.com and i was yeah. like <laughs> "What? what is another word for strength and
0: yeah. like hey that'll work nice nice <laughs> so like you said the restaurant branding um was that literally like your friend came to you and then that was it like you just it, it just kind of took off from there um or what did it evolve from like loving beer and good food um and mm. seeing what what worked and what didn't at different establishments
1: I mean, I I love food and drink, probably a little bit too much. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I run just to like make sure I don't gain more weight, Um, (laughs) you know, but uh, so that was the start, but I I didn't have uh, the balls to like label it in niche, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially back then um, vigor went from me. And then that, that guy who had the restaurant actually became a partner, um, which was the best and worst idea ever. Um, You know, can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine told me a one-liner, like partnerships are sinking ships. And, you know, essentially that's, that's what I found over the course of like three or four years. It started out great, charismatic, awesome. He was great to have in a uh, pitch room. Um, he, he could sell, you know, catch a popsicle to him in white gloves, mm-hmm. you know, like you just do it. But then when like it came time to put up or shut up, he, there was no follow through. And yeah. um, Donnie's probably laughing because he knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, the bottom line is, uh, the economy hit and then that sort of made the decision to split, uh, not only a, an obvious one, but a, um, you know, it had to happen. It was inevitable. Like it was, there was literally no business. Uh, Um, you know, and that, that's the bummer of it. Um, but yeah, so, so I moved, I moved to Atlanta and then, uh, I was like, well, I took up a job with another firm and, you know, I figured like, let's just do this, like, I'm unhappy. The only way to find happiness is to try some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Push yourself outside of your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I spun the globe, landed in Atlanta. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to do stuff on the side still because you can't get me. Like you said, there's, there's always pokers in the fire, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't keep them out. Um, and I was like, well, if I'm going to do stuff, I, I want to do the shit that I love. You know, I don't want to work for pharma. I don't want to work for manufacturing. And, yeah. you know, I love restaurants and, and food, so let's do it. Yeah. Um, so that's how, that's how it really came about. Nice.
0: So tell me a bit about where you ended up, you know, uh, how is the Atlanta market for you? What is the restaurant scene like down there? I can imagine it's kind of, I know Atlanta on as a whole has been on the up and up. Um, but you know, tell me about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll preface it with, I have not been paid by the Atlanta tourism committee by any means, but I am like a huge proponent and cheerleader for Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into. Again, I literally spun the globe. I put my resume in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, you know, because there was something there. I'm like, hey, you know what? If they hire me, like I kind of like I'm not religious, but I was like, I looked up to the sky and I was like, all right, you put me where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'll go. That's my promise. And, And Atlanta won out. So get here and it is just teeming with people like you, people like me. Um, creatives, go getters, um, go getters who don't want to be fish that'll never be big in a mm-hmm. pond. That's a lake, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you have a bunch of like really awesome people that have moved away from home. Like I think we're like seventy five percent transplant here. Oh wow, that's that's huge.
0: Yeah,
1: huge. So everyone like has like another life that they've lived, but then they've brought their future. Here And mm-hmm. so our slogan, I think, uh, whether it's actual or not is, you know, Atlanta on the rise, um, even the Falcons, their, their battle cry is rise up. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about the Phoenix city, like, you know, yeah. Atlanta burnt down in the civil war. And so it was rebuilt from the fire. And so I think there's something to that in everyone that ends up here and stays here. Yeah. You know, we're all kind of like, we're not quitters. And if you have a vision, everyone's super supportive of making it happen. And nice. uh, the the food scene's again creative, man. The yeah. food scene is off the chain. It's so good. Nice. Again, I got to run. I got to run to like <laughs> keep <laughs> the weight down. <laughs> I'll be a fat kid in a minute, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, for
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, and and I think it's interesting too. You you went from uh, PA, right, <laughs> which had some uh, a certain type of scene, and yep. then um, you know ended up in Atlanta, where down south it's it's a bit different. Um, I think what we're seeing, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like a little bit of like southernness coming coming to pop culture, you know, with um with all the you know, mason jars and shit like that that you see in mm-hmm. different places and and rustic wood um tabletops and all that. It's um it's definitely coming a bit more mainstream. So mm-hmm. I mean I guess maybe maybe in that sense going down there wasn't all that um of a shock to you, branding or I should say design wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, how did you find it? Like, what was kind of the first couple um, businesses you ended up working with, uh, and and that kind of got you so big about Atlanta?
1: Yeah. So uh, the, the job that I took, like most things, started off with like the greatest of intentions and the greatest of vision, and it slowly became a reality that it was terrible. Um, so there, there's that, that punch in the stomach. Where you're like, holy shit, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Like, what, yeah. what did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> <And> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've gotten myself into a pickle. Right. And, um, so, and that's what really prompted me to start, you know, throwing my, my hat back out there and saying, you know what, I'm just going to take stuff on the side. A job is a job in this economy. And mm-hmm. who am I to be ungrateful? Yeah. Um, but you know, some of the first clients actually weren't even in Atlanta. Mm. So one of the first restaurants that I did when I decided to wave the flag um, of restaurant branding was uh, in Honolulu, uh, Hawaii. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, internet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, they they came about, uh, I actually wrote a book while I was at that job. I wrote a book on restaurant branding, um, which had started as uh, a brochure. And then I, you know, I sort of put myself back in a chair and was like, if I were me talking to me, what would I tell me? And I would tell me that the last thing people want is another brochure,
0: right. you know?
1: So why don't you do something that they want? A book happened, and that really sparked a lot of the restaurant stuff coming in the door. So, nice. you how, know. How long,
0: how long was that process for you, writing that book?
1: Uh, I want to say like eight or nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was interesting because it was, it was like a, a conglomeration of blog posts that I'd written, um, which then became you know, uh, chapters. Mm -hmm. And then it was kind of filling in the blanks and then, and it basically was like a startup guide and I wanted, it was quick. It was quick read. Like you could sit, you know, you could sit in the bathroom and get through it with, you know, one, one push. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's, it's the visuals that really make that one work, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, but that was the idea. Like the restaurant industry, for those that don't know, it's, it's, you don't have time to read a book. Yeah. You know, like it is quick hit. It is in your face. Um, (laughs) And so I'm currently rewriting that because, like most things, I, I revisited it five years after I wrote, it and I'm like, I, s- I sound like an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck did I just? What was I talking about? For for real, like you know, I, I wasn't proud of uh, a lot of the way. Like it was written fine, and the information was there, but it, it almost came off with too much piss and vinegar. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it was it was too uh, it was too frustrating you're frustration driven and yeah. um, you know I wanted to be a little more buttoned up and so that's being rewritten and uh I don't know, I forget where I was going with this, but,
0: but no but what was that like? Tell me a bit about because we, we talked to a lot of people who who even if they're not authors, they mm. just by you know going through the process and their own stuff end up writing books and <laughs> and I'll be honest for me, it's interesting because I always had this idea in my mind, but have not executed it um, on on writing something but I, a lot of people either went the traditional route right Mm -hmm. or they go the self-published route um and and i guess for you the self-published route would have been interesting because you already covered two of the three bases you know what i mean like you can design Mm -hmm. the book which looks great um you know you wrote the damn thing um and then after that it's you already have the network of people who are in the industry and in the scene to kind of help launch it um but what was that process like for you
1: uh you know scary um but for whatever reason, maybe maybe it's the Puerto Rican to me and you can identify. But like <laughs> when I when I realize that I am scared of something, mm-hmm. I get so mad and I'll just push through it. Yeah. You know, like I'll just fight right through it. And so to me, I was like, you know, what do I have to lose? Um I have some free time. I live in a city where I don't know anybody. So it's not like I have friends hounding me to come out and drink every night. Mm-hmm. And uh so just just write, you know, and and yeah. pull it together and see what happens. Yeah. And if it, it doesn't work, you, you know, you didn't fail, you just don't publish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, break, break it back up into blog posts. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a really long blog. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like,
0: that long it's, form content. It's it right. 24 hours to read.
1: It's going to get a lot of search juice. Like it's, <laughs> it's going to be great. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so it was just, uh, you know, you, you, there's, I think everyone has, uh, their process of creativity and writing a book to me, um, is another form of creativity. Um, you know, it's not like I wrote a fiction novel where I have to develop characters and I have right. to, you know, unfurl a plot in a way that'll keep you interested to the last pages. It's it's a book on how to open a restaurant, and it's right. you know, it's right. let's not let's not like you know make it into something bigger than it is. And, right. Right. Um. So what, what was it called? It was called Fire It Up.
0: Oh, Okay. Um,
1: yeah. And so there, there is going to be a second round. Uh, I, I have started rewriting it and fleshing it out a little bit more based on feedback from yeah. people who purchased it um and that'll be called fire it up reignited nice. oh yeah. yeah fire puns <laughs> got them for days <laughs> yeah so i know that
0: there was one that i saw on your site that was something about mama shoot mama or something yeah man so uh, <laughs> tell me about that one
1: that was uh that that's my that's the recent book that i wrote and uh that came like most things from frustration as well mm-hmm. and uh so two frustrations one it's not just in restaurants, but I think in life in general, and, and you can identify with this, like people in business, especially small business owners, they're always looking for that. Like I have X amount of dollars and it's not a lot and I need to do something that's going to get impact. Right, And so they end up reaching it, grabbing and like, oh, I'll throw an ad here. I'll throw out a direct mail piece. And then like 10 grand later, the needle hasn't moved. Yeah, And, you know, so I get this all the time. They're like, you know, why, why should I pay? Why should I pay all this money when I've done this, this, and this in the past and hasn't moved blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, there's no magic bullet. You know, like if there was, that's that's where everyone would put their money. Yeah. Everyone be buying those bullets because they work. You know, but the the funny thing is, is that over over the years, email marketing has been extremely successful. It's still more like more successful. You see a higher return than even social media, which obviously I think that'll change in the next few years, but Mm. it's um if it's done right, yeah, you can get a return on your investment pretty quick. Yeah. However, the mentality behind email, bla- uh, email marketing is blast. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blast out an email. And I think that is the worst way to approach it because nobody, like, who wants to be blasted? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't want Banana Republic to blast me, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. But I do want information in my email inbox that I like and that I want. Mm-hmm. So the name of the book is Stop Blasting My Mama because the uh, idea yeah. is yeah, yeah, like, yeah you know, don't blast my mom and, like, you know, and, and, and she has, uh, you know, a three fifty seven anyway, so yeah. she's probably the last mom you want to blast. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so what
0: was that like? Um, you mentioned, cause I think a lot of people it's, it's really fucking hard to change a, a large industry's overall mindset, you know? So what was that like when you were writing that book? Um, kind of almost telling everyone, listen, like this, this is kind of, you're doing this, Eh." the whole idea of it's what we've always done doesn't work anymore. And it's 2016 and people have to accept that. Um, But what, you know, what kind of feedback did you get or or when you were writing that, was it just literally from, like you said, the frustrations of, of dealing with clients who were narrow-minded or closed-minded and weren't really seeing the benefits?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's where it spawned. Uh, and I, I, you know, I just launched actually a few months ago and, uh, I mean, I've been pr- promoting it as much as I can without coming off annoying. Yeah. Um, Which cause I don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, like I don't want to be that dude, like in an alleyway with like a bunch of books in my hand, like, Hey, you got a minute, you check this out. You, know? <laughs> like, you gotta get this book, bro. Yeah. Um, it's a very niche book and for a very niche market. Mm-hmm. Um, but my hope the very low hanging fruit is that I can change my clients' perceptions, right. and if I can do that, then it was totally worth writing the book. Yeah. Um, How long did for, that one take you? That one took about a year. Okay, um, and it—I mean—that one had me more shook than the first book, and mainly because it's, it's technology. So, like, I'm six months in, and I'm like, "Is this going to be obsolete? Like the minute mm, it publishes?" Yeah, that's know? a good point. Yeah, it's terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> But you know, that's that's why I haven't wrote a book on social media. Yeah, because the the rules such of that change. Right,
0: such a rapidly evolving thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, Instagram's the hot thing now, but you know, Snapchat's coming right around the corner, and I don't get it. I don't like now. I now I feel old because I'm like I don't get that Snapchat. <laughs> just literally,
0: just kept me and her kept like just the same thing. I'm like I don't fucking get it. Like I try, I open it up, I look at it, and I go, Yep, yeah, no idea. And I and I, and I and I'm going. I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty tech savvy and i'm going how do i double t-? how do i i don't like <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. i just kind of like gave up on it and then jessica <laughs> literally comes home yesterday and goes all right i watched the youtube video on how to fucking work snapchat <laughs> let me show you some things I, I checked and me and the kids were playing with it in the car and i was like okay and she's showing me this and i literally felt like i was she was helping me and it was like me helping my dad you know because <laughs> She's she's showing me, oh, you can face swap and you can do like, you know, these different like movies that they have branded stuff. So I literally had me as Batman with like lightning yeah. in the background. And then yeah. the next one was a leprechaun with like coins coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, this is so sad. I feel like a like not even like a 15-year-old, right? What everyone thinks yeah. something a Snapchat. I feel like a 68-year-old being like, All right, show me how to use this thing and, and let's go get me get me started and blast out the interwebs with my 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 fotch you know i was it was hysterical
1: i, I uh i still haven't <laughs> I haven't really given it a shot my my fiance is sort of like uh she's super private which i love i yeah. love that about her um so she's not one of those girls that think that just because there's a camera on your phone like you're instantly a model
0: yeah. um although <laughs> yeah.
1: she's beautiful um I, that's one thing that i love about her that she's not there but i had snapchat cuz i'm like okay, i, I got to know this cuz i have to be able to like at least advise yeah you know but I'm same thing, man. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm tapping it like uh, Zoolander, you know, like <laughs> just like smacking it. Like it's the in files the
0: computer. are computer. Ah. It's so simple. <laughs>
1: it's not though. Like, and then yeah. she looks at it. She's like, why do you have that on your phone? And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, like, I got to like, I got to at least know how to work it. She's like, isn't that for nude photos? So I'm like, (laughs) you know what? Like maybe I made it on my
0: phone. (laughs) Yeah. That was like in the beginning, that's all it was. People were like, Oh shit. Like you can do that. And then now you look at it when you swipe to the right, there's like tons of big brands on there now. Yeah. um, You know, making, creating content. So it's, it's definitely on. I mean, even the White House has a Snapchat account, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely in the up and up. But in the beginning, that was, yeah. I mean, that was a stigma. And, and for a lot of people, it still is. Um, you know, it's, it's just a bunch of dick pics and and, and tits. you know yeah. I mean? But
1: <laughs> And my, and I have the kind of friends that I immediately, you like. You don't tell any of your buddies. You're like, Donnie, I'm not on Snapchat. No, I'm not on Snapchat. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Snap it what? what? Yeah,
0: I don't want to get a bearded yeah. dick pic. I'm good.
1: That's right. <laughs> He's probably queuing one up right now, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, what's what's kind of um the biggest thing you've got in the pipeline that you can you can talk about right
1: now? Hmm, it is a good one. Um so we usually are in some NDAs that we can't talk about them. Right. Um but as far as pipeline uh we just launched a burger place in Kennedy, Texas. Oh, cool. Um yeah. It's, it's funny when we get projects like that because Kennedy is like, I think maybe a few thousand people live there. It's an oil fracking town. Oh, wow. So it's an oil boom town. And I get a call from a Patel who is not related to the other Patels that, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. and he's like, Hey, you know, yeah, like a strike by the iron's hot and I want to open up like a gourmet burger, like a better burger concept. He's like, I know that's cliche because it's probably already passed that right. wave, but we have McDonald's here. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. So I can open this for Matt cheap. I can sling some really good burgers and I can get a pretty good following. And we're like, sounds great. So we just launched that. It's called flash burger. Um, hoping to get some pictures of that soon uh, to share. So that that's been awesome to me. I don't really see big as far as um money. Mm-hmm. Like mon- money to me doesn't make it big. I think what makes it big is creative freedom. Right. Um, and so when a client, basically when you gel and they just step back and they're like, yo, man, you do you yeah. do what you do. Yeah, you do and, you. Yeah. yeah, just <laughs> yeah. run it by me so I know that there's not gonna be a dick pic in there. <laughs> um, you know, but other than that, like I love everything you do. And so to me that was like one of the most fun to work on. Nice. Nice. I got to I got to draw Mr. T. So wait, really? So that's that's
0: their <laughs> branding is like a Mr. T like Flashburger kind of thing?
1: Well so so the Flashburger like the inspiration that we ran with was this mix of old school Hollywood
0: uh-huh.
1: with, um, I would say, like like camera metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, so the logo, um, which I'll probably post to Instagram soon because it, it's out there. I can. Um, the logo is a bulb with a lightning bolt in it, and then the 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 screw part of the bulb, the the threads uh-huh. is a bur- is a burger outline oh, of a burger. Cool. You know, so like, nice. but the bulb is like supposed to be a flash bulb, and yeah, yeah. and then um. But what we did is like for the posters and the marketing, everything, we took old school movie shots or pictures of, of stars, which is completely illegal to use. So I <laughs> I, I drew over top of them enough right. to where like, you know who it is, but yeah. you can't tell who it is. Yeah. And you know so he he called me at the last minute after we had uh, pretty much finished everything and he's like oh man i need i need labels for the tea machines and i have an unsweetened tea and a sweetened tea and like i'm like oh thank you so much this is so <laughs> awesome cuz i'm like i got this like, yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't even need a brainstorm around this one that's awesome um, yeah so we got we got uh sweet tea and we got not so sweet tea and so you have mr T, you smiling. know yeah, yeah. <laughs> smiling flexing exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Not pitying many fools at the moment, <laughs> and you have Mr. T who's pitying a lot of fools because yeah. you know he just looks like a um, That's funny. He's Clubber Lane, Mr. T.
0: I think. I think the funniest thing I've seen was someone who took, like, you know how on, on those on those fountain soda machines, it has ice, you know, it says ice cubes, right? And literally, yeah, someone man. put a picture of ice cube.
1: Yep. On there. <laughs> yep. Right next to it is a picture of iced tea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like there's a lot of teas in here a lot of ices in here you know
1: right yeah oh, i mean too bad there's not like a vanilla soda that could be like vanilla ice or something i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> right so good he would personally
0: be like i need it on that project i'm so yeah, yeah
1: doing these construction gigs and this reality tv fucking sucks he's like yeah i mean you could totally use my likeness yo let me get on that uh that contractor schedule for this <laughs> restaurant, right <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> so, like how does he, how does he manage his crew? Like, does everyone like laugh every time he says, stop? Cause they're just like waiting for collaborate and listen, you know? <laughs> That's true.
0: So, uh, <laughs> kind of, well, we, we kind of talked a little bit about it. Um, you know, are there any kind of like personal projects, uh, that you've been working on, uh, and do those kind of exist in your line of work? I mean, my thought would be like, like you said, if you're a designer, yeah, you're always in a doodle stuff and, and try new things. Um, I noticed when we met in uh, in Baltimore, uh, you had your camera and like, maybe that would be like a hobby that kind of came out of it was like, you know, you just have a photography hobby,
1: you know? Um, it's more about like, I don't want to suck at photography. Yeah. So I've been trying to like bring it around enough. Yeah. Um, my photography skills. I'm like, you know, I need to at least be able to take a good enough shot of an interior so I can mock it up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can actually like Photoshop over top of it in concept before we start really taking it into, um, when we have an interior design project, um, you know, we can, um, uh, show them before we really take it into CAD or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what those people use. I just tell them, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, make it look like this. <laughs> um, so that, that's, that's the goal. And to date, I've been pretty poor at doing that. Um, and then the other thing, the the other thing I try to do is to take my own shots of my own work, mm-hmm. um. Because I make money, but not enough to pay you know, a decent photographer to do so. So if right. I can at least like hone that skill, then I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. But as far as, as, as personal projects, everything's personal for me. Um, Grits and Grids really is a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I have some Google AdWords on there. Mm-hmm. And so I think I made $30 the one month. And I was like, <laughs> that was a win. <laughs> yeah, you're like, sweet. I'm like hello <laughs> <laughs> that one day that one day when i didn't make 15 cents for the day and i made like 550 i was like dang like <laughs> who's clicking on my ads <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, thank right? you <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i was so like i was so appreciative i wish i knew who did it but um so from there like you know i, I want to be able to continue to do grids and grids mm-hmm. i think like for me showing the world the the beauty of restaurant branding and marketing and beverage branding from around the world to me that's amazing like i want the world to see it yeah um not just my clients not just you know other designers but everyone yeah um but unfortunately like i you know i would like it to be a sustainable business i just want to pay for the hosting yeah, 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 <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, yeah. If I could break even on that, I'd be pretty darn happy. So the personal project that I have right now is I'm gonna unleash a couple of um I'm gonna unleash a t-shirt line, which sounds oh. sort of silly, eh. but uh yeah, yeah I mean like
0: what with, with with a restaurant theme.
1: Yeah. I'd rock a fucking burger shirt. (laughs) I know, right? So there's some licensing deals right now that I have, like, with some of the restaurants that I work with. So uh, I I like the work that we do, and I like a lot of the restaurants that we do it for, but they don't always have the money to, uh, like, unfurl a swag line. Mm -hmm. So. With, you know, the internet today, uh, there's a lot of places I'll do on-demand printing. You don't make a ton of money, but right. like you get a little piece of the pie and then you get your brand out there. So that's kind of the sell for these restaurants. Like you have no buy-in. So right. um, there's that line of business I'm working on um, right now. But then I want to have uh, my own t-shirts with some design for restaurants that don't exist. And it's sort of poking fun at uh, bringing it full circle, naming, because yeah. we do brand naming. Um Which is why I'm a little bit embarrassed that I don't have a better story about Crits and Grids. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Like, I pretty much was a client. I'm like, nah, man, I just came up with this. Isn't it great? (laughs) You know? (laughs) What did you think? Yeah, yeah, Oh, you like that? Um, So, but I get, I hear a lot of terrible names.
0: (laughs) Oh, so you mean like, kind of like ironic, funny, horrible restaurant names that Uh, hopefully will never see the light of day other than this t-shirt? Exactly.
1: Nice. That's pretty cool. So, a sneak peek uh, or a sneak listen. Uh, I think the first one I'm going to do is Dosvedonets, and it's a a Russian donut place. <laughs> you Shut know? up. Yeah, donuts for your comrades. You know, like yeah. it's going to be funny. Oh my uh, god. And uh, the one I'm about. So uh, this is this is actually pretty quick. I think I'm probably going to launch it in the next like few weeks. Oh, cool. Uh, so the the accompaniment because I can't just have one shirt that'd be weird. Yeah. Um, is I did this really lovely uh, script and uh, hand-drawn type combination, and nice. it's going to be a bright red T-shirt that says "Fuck Yelp."
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm not sure if I'm going to get myself into trouble with it, but yeah. I kind of.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would have a little nest egg for some for some lawyer fees, but other yeah. than that, you're, you're, I think you're okay.
1: I mean, if they shut down, the, if they if they want to take all of my money, the good news is. It's, it's like 30 bucks. 15 cents a day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 On a good month, it's 30 bucks. So yeah, 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 yeah. Matter, you know? Nice. Um, but you know, Yelp is is not a like you can't own that because it's uh it's an actual word. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so we know everyone knows what's being said, but the argument could be made that like right. I just don't like people who make, you know, automatopia sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my next my next t is gonna be fuck pal, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, so do you have an actual beef with Yelp
1: in terms of what they do?
0: Oh God, really? Like who doesn't? You know? Like, uh,
1: I mean, I I hardly ever use it. So, it, I, like, I would if I meet somebody and they introduce themselves as Yelp Elite, I might elitely push them in front of a car. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, you want So I'm I'm redefining angry millennial. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm angry at millennials. <laughs> Cause I'm on the cusp, I guess. Like you and me both are, right? 1980. Yeah. yeah so, well, you're 80. I'm 83. Oh, uh, nice. Thanks. Dude. So you're old as fuck. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <was>, like falling <laughs> apart over here. I'm trying to. I'm going to Snapchat. What is that? Snappy that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to snap all my friends. Um. No, but like the same thing that annoys me about people, like women and men who think that there's a camera on their phones so that are a model. Um. I also get annoyed with like there there's there's a a value to hearing good feedback uh, about experience. So people
0: who suddenly think they're cr- their food
1: clinics. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like for instance, the, uh, the place in Honolulu, the first one I did is called grilled and, um, you know, somewhat it's, it's, a fast, casual, like fresh grilled place. You know, so you get like protein, you get the fresh veggies, all fresh grilled, boom on your plate. It's good. You can nosh on it and see you later. It, it's quick serve, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. and like the one of the first reviews was from a Yelp elite. It's like, well, I didn't really care for the presentation too much. I like, to, seriously, sit yeah. in a bath and throw a toaster in it, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are what is wrong with the world? Right?
0: No, I mean that's yeah, that's yeah, that's like you have to understand the context and and what you're what you're going into in terms of a restaurant experience before you start complaining about dumb shit.
1: Yeah, and I, I just feel that, like you know, the the beauty and, and the evil of the internet and our digital age is that the people have been given a voice and the uh, the ability to do do it themselves. Yeah. Um. So you know, just because you have a camera now, now you're you know now you're a fucking photographer.
0: Yeah. No, it's true. I mean,
1: not a photographer. Uh, right. It's, it's so there's a joke. It's
0: like if what was it? If doing a photo shoot makes me a model, then by that logic, standing in the garage makes me a car.
1: <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? like, like,
0: it's just it's not the same um but yeah i mean it, like you said it, the 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 good, internet is a beautiful and disgusting cesspool all at the same time Yeah. because and if you ever wonder about that just go look at youtube comments I mean, yeah that is the the most vile part of the internet for no fucking reason but seeing yeah. people argue over the dumbest shit and then so, out come the slurs and, and the you know the racial comments and then the homophobic yeah. <laughs> comments and you're going, it's a freaking video, like a review of a movie or a trailer of a movie. Like, where is all this animosity coming from? And you got the you know, the keyboard tough guys and stuff like that. Yeah. It's 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 definitely jarring sometimes, uh, <laughs> when I when I read some of that stuff and I'm going why am I it's like an hour later, I'm like, I'm still fucking reading YouTube comments because they're just yeah. so pitiful. It's it's hysterical.
1: Well, it's like a countdown to the n-word, you know? It's like in right. three, right. two, there <laughs> we are. All right. All right, we got that one out of the way. Sweet, what's yeah. next? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. I mean, the thing with like Yelp is that uh, and I don't know. If there's one thing that listeners can take away from this, like if mm-hmm. you find a hair in in your in your meal, you know, like yeah, it's a bummer, but like they weren't back there saying, you know what? Tonight, fuck that guy, <laughs> that guy right over there. Yeah. yeah, give me a, give me a hair. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that hair right there. Yeah, give me that one. Yeah, let's get that in that steak. Yeah, you know, like it, it's not personal, man. Yeah, like, right. and and as much as so, like right now, I'm on the side of the industry um, in this particular comment, but. It's it's such a, it, it's so hard to see people get so mad about like a, an order mess up or mm. there was a hair in it, or, you know, like, and obviously there's extent, like there's extreme circumstances where I'm like, okay, now you got to go out of your way to right. put like, you know, a rat in the frying mm, yeah, thing. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, like little mess ups are going to happen. You got to figure they're, they're doing how many like turns and how many meals, like the law of numbers again. It yeah. wasn't personal, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they hop on Yelp and, like you said, it's like countdown to the n word. Like you know, <laughs> like this place is a piece of shit. It's a dump. Like I hope their mother dies. And like, like whoa! Like, it was a hair.
0: Yeah. They go to the. They go from zero to hundred real quick. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really kind of fucking scary when you think about it that way. But, um. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, it, it. It. I think, in the last fifteen. Mm. Even the last 10 let's say the last 10 years the amount of technology like the amount of the pace of technology and advancements is more than we've ever seen in any of other generations of our parents and stuff like that so I think what's interesting as I think about a lot is in 20 30 years how are we going to look back on the you know the 2000s you know um, and and I, I it's I don't know I really don't know you know how we're gonna really kind of quantify what our generation or this part of it had kind of brought uh, to light. Um, but it is at the least it's going to be interesting because like you said, it's whether you like it or not, it's causing industries that have done things a certain way for so long, you have to fucking change. And if you don't goodbye and insert X, Y, Z, you know? Um, so it's going to be interesting looking back. Yeah. You know, um, so switching gears a little bit, what's mm-hmm. the biggest risk you've taken in your artistic career? And maybe, you know, maybe it is the, the Atlanta move, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for you, if I remember correctly, the move was kind of like you were in a shitty place and just wanted to start over. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with some people, you know, they're in a great place, but they just, they're just like, eh, I want to change, you know, yeah. and, and that's maybe more of a risk. But I've been in your shoes where I'm like, eh, I just don't want to be here anymore um let mm-hmm. me go anywhere i will literally go yeah. to vietnam to get the fuck yeah. away from you people um <laughs> but tell me what what would you say is the biggest risk you've taken
1: um yeah i mean uh i'm trying to think if there was another one besides the atlanta move that i could say was a big risk yeah. um you know usually it's going off on your own but for me that was always that was just always there you know i was 21 when i started vigor so mm-hmm. um I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit, right? Um, I think the Atlanta the Atlanta, the Atlanta move was it was a jarring. It I think it was a complete uprooting, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah. I knew, I knew one person in Atlanta that was a client, so I didn't really know him, yeah. you know. what I mean, but like we could go have lunch, and it wouldn't be weird. Yeah, um, he probably want me to consult while at lunch, but whatever. Like it was, I could still like call it a friend. Yeah. Um, but other than that. Man, I was jumping into something that I just, you know, I, I didn't know anybody and I loved it, you know, but that I, I think risks are a beautiful thing um, to a certain extent. I was in a good place to where I had enough money saved up where I could take the risk um, and I have a good family to where. Worst case scenario, I'll be the weird guy living in the basement, you know, <laughs> yeah, with, with moms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's my roommates. They go to sleep early. Like, go to <laughs> you got a fucking car bed. <laughs> the roommates are it's your okay. parents. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to get sweet rims. I'm going to get sweet rims on that. So, you know, <laughs> you don't have a house. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it was a little bit of a, I could have fallen back on something. Right. It wouldn't have been ideal, so but it's I not as scary, you would think, to, than most people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I had a good friend. I had really, really good friends in Harrisburg. Still do. Yeah. Donnie, one, you know, like, yeah. you know, he he has, he's always opened his doors to me, you know, sometimes in a weird way, like with candy, you know, like, hey, <laughs> come on over here. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> That's right. Come on, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a mitigated risk, I guess, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, creatively was... I technically shut down vigor, you know, and that that was heartbreaking because it's like my life, you know, it's my heart. And, um, but you learn a lot. And what I learned was that no matter what, vigor will never go away. Um, Even if I have to take a job with somebody else, like it's always going to be something. Yeah. uh, You know, I think think risks and failures, this is going to sound so cliche, are just the best teachers of lessons. Honestly,
0: it's true. I mean, I don't think... Anyone who listens to this show would ever get over the fact that almost everyone, um, you know, we'll get into it in a second that they they see everything as just you can't regret stuff because without that you wouldn't have again then be put on this path, um, right? And and all that and and like you said, everything's a learning experience. Some of them fucking hurt, you know. Oh, some yeah. of them are, you know, use it there. Yeah, time. that one, ooh, that was a really rough learning experience. But again that that in itself like you said like when you get scared you just use it to fuel you and it's the same thing um you know you you take that and if it really if you every time you think about it you get like red and embarrassed good don't ever yeah. fucking do it again you know right, yeah. um so what, what would you say is your biggest
1: fear creatively oh uh, yeah i mean i i think i think it's the the fact that I've come to terms with like I'm not the only one in this, um, but yet I still feel so alone. Uh, I am pretty sure I'm a hack, and I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna find out,
0: right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and the <laughs> imposter syndrome never really goes away.
1: No, it is it is the biggest insecurity. Um, you know, uh, for instance, anecdote, like I had, I did a logo for a restaurant here in Atlanta, um, called seven hens actually we did the naming and the logo and the full brand interiors, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I did the logo by logo. I mean everything, everything. everything I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I'm invested, uh, but go on. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually an investor. It's my, it's me. <laughs> um, no, it, it's, uh, and we're still good friends like the, the owner and I, um, and so I, I took the logo and, uh. I, I I submitted it to Communication Arts Design Annual. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I got a few extra hundred bucks, yeah. So I submitted like four logos, I think, to the Design Annual with the not hope, hope, and you know, what I mean, like you kind of had that. I'm not gonna win. God, I hope I win. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. And uh, and sure enough, they picked that one. Nice. Yeah. So that was in 2012, and you would think that my response would have been that nice my response was, the fuck was wrong with the other ones? <laughs> immediately, immediately, like, right. you know, like, what, were they bad? Like, were they not good? What was wrong with them? Like, yeah. you know, so I immediately like you want that
0: feedback. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I just felt terrible. I, I didn't feel that great, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it's just because I feel like, okay, I hit a home run once, but struck out three times and I just feel, you know, there's, there's always that insecurity. So, for me, that's the biggest fear: is having someone see my work and tell me that it's shit or that it's not good enough, or even worse, it's it's a ripoff. You know, because yeah. there's so much work out there. Like, oh, yeah you think you're original as fuck and then you realize that you just designed the McDonald's logo again, you know? Like, you're like, no, but this is McDowell's. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they have the Golden Arches. This is Golden Arcs. Like, just two different, you yeah? um, yes. <laughs> But it's, uh, for all you kids out there, that's a movie called Coming to America. Uh, one of it was, the
0: better ones of the
1: 80s, yes. It's a very strong one. You're going to want to look that up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it, it can be debilitating sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't want to touch the computer or, or, or my pad and paper. I don't want to do anything because I'm like, everything I do is shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
0: what would you, and I think you kind of alluded to a little bit. Um, what would you say is your
1: most meaningful moment in your career thus far? Oh, good question. Most meaningful moments. Yeah, I mean, you would think the communication arts thing is, but um, it's uh, not. It's good. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I, I taught... Uh, for two years, I taught um, web design and design at the college that doesn't exist anymore where I got my degree. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was, that was a le- God, that was a learning experience. Yeah. Uh, and that was back in 2008 and nine, I believe, mm-hmm. around that time. And uh, last year, at this time, a former student reached out to me and asked me to come speak at an AIGA event in Frederick, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that's it. That nice. that was, that's cool. I mean, kind kind of teary eyed, honored. You know, yeah, like just yeah, yeah. To have a student come back and then ask you to inspire other students because of a portfolio you they do every year. Mm-hmm. To me, was like the biggest. Like, if I could put that on a wall, that's cool. I would, yeah. you know, yeah,
0: I tell people like uh, I started teaching last year, and. It's. It started. out as just like photography, just teaching people how to use a camera, and then it. This year, it's starting to be like a, a podcasting class, a you know business of photography class I started Sorry. last year that's been getting bigger, um, a, a blogging class we're going to be teaching, and it, it's like you said, no one ever goes into it for the money.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, never,
0: you never go into it to get rich, but. Or the um, respect, right? But it's 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 really fucking fulfilling, you know. And there's time, yeah. even like last night. I was leaving uh, a business of photography class and the one woman um, always had like questions. Mm-hmm. So we were leaving and we're walking out and her husband um, stays in the car and waits for her, you know, during class. Oh, well. So I met him the week before cause he was waiting in a hall and I told him if he wants, he can come in the class, but he's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> I have a book. It's cool. And, um, she's an, a military veteran and then he's, you know, still in the military. So, uh, She, you know, she just identifies as a military spouse. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're talking and, and I'm telling her about all these ideas and, and it's like you said, it's when you are heads down on your own thing, sometimes people can just come in, I don't know, or walk in the room and go, Oh, there, there's your answer to your problem. And you're like, what Mm -hmm. the fuck? Right. And you're freaking out (laughs) and you go, how did I not get there? And it's like, it just, it happens. You know what I mean? That's part of the process. And for all of them, that's exactly what it is. You know what I mean? So she tells me, how do you get people to respect you? And I'm like, first of all, let's list off what you've done. You know, mm-hmm. she tells me, oh, I, I used to be um, an accountant. I used to work for an accountant. I was a paralegal for a lawyer, um, you know, all that stuff. And of course, she was in the military for a bunch of years. And I was like, like, how do you not get that? that? You just nailed everything a small business owner needs to know. And you have experience there. And then yeah. the biggest thing, you're a veteran in the military, like, I hate to break it to you, but that's something that a lot of people respect and a lot of people admire because not everyone goes into it. And especially if you're a woman, you know, yeah. you know that then you had to work even harder to get respect yeah. in in the military. So, you know, own that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like yeah, to other people, you're a fucking certified badass, even though you're very yeah. quiet. Right.
1: And um, those are the scary ones. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm telling her, I go, you know, you have to. You know, and the same thing. You sit there and say, "Well, she's like, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that." I go, "Okay, have you looked up like?" And I'm just spitballing here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a group for creative veterans. And she's like, "No." I was like, "Okay, Um, have you you move a lot? But if you're stationed here at at, you know in in Maryland, um, have you looked up you know military military spouse sport group?" And Mm -hmm. she's like, "No." I was like, "Okay," (laughs) and I'm going through all these things, and she and you just watch her expression go. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just Google all these things and you might find a great group of people who, A, exactly what you're going through, right? And let's be honest, most veterans don't necessarily want to talk to any kind of civilians about certain stuff. So you're already in that, um, you know, uh, group and yeah. and that could lead you to suddenly springboard into other things. And, and yeah, like it's just also just getting out there because to anyone else, if you own what we just talked about and you own it, the next group of people you meet, they don't see you as, oh, your ex who just suddenly picked up a camera. No. Right. They look at you as, oh, wow, this is, you know, so-and-so. They're a veteran. They're a photographer. They run their own business. That's great. I, I want to give them work, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's, it's all about how you walk into it and with the confidence and all that kind of stuff and how you position yourself. Um, but, yeah, it's that to me. Like when I walked from my car and, and we had that conversation, I just smiled and I was like, that's awesome. You know, like yeah. th- this is why I fucking do it. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 that to me was like really cool, and it was a reminder of like you said how, how um, why people do it, why people suddenly in their career switch from from still doing it, and they can still do it, but then they want to kind of share and and educate and all that kind of stuff, and and it takes a much bigger role.
1: Yeah, I mean, I find that it, this industry, creative industry, and um, teaching in general too it is a perfect abusive relationship. Um, like for every story you just told, there's like 16 more of getting like punched in the face, you know? And then, but then, but then they hug you and kiss you and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And you're like, oh, that was so nice. I love this. And then, and then like, then some asshole kid answers their phone. Cause it rang in the middle of a lecture and you're like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> That's, that really happened. I, yeah. I had to stop the class. I'm like, is this re- this is happening yeah this this is happening Is this still a thing oh okay yeah. all right like so you're yeah okay you know you got to leave right like you're, you're kicked <laughs> out
0: <laughs> Well, then, then, then you feel pretty good you can you can kind of you know pull rank and be like yeah. you know what get the fuck
1: out how hey, about get that the hell out of my glass and yeah. then go, now we have go, a pop quiz go snapchat in the hallway asshole yeah, go snap, tweet, whatever that is, you know. Um, but it's great because, like, every for every like bad scenario, you're right. Like there there are those moments that you just don't forget that you felt like you really did something.
0: Yeah, and you, you help, know, like help
1: someone. Yeah, yeah. Travis McMaster. He's he's. The guy that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he works for a print shop, I think, uh, in Pennsylvania, and he's the one that, that invited me. Um, Josiah Katz was another guy. I know their names. So I'll yeah. never forget their names. I don't yeah. talk to them anymore, but I know their names, you know? Yeah, that's cool.
0: So speaking of that, time for, uh, we're in the last couple here. Um, yeah. If you couldn't share your work with anyone, would you still design? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. absolutely yeah hands and, down
0: and that's the thing like for some people they they, they go oh well, if i don't have the experience or, or witness people experiencing my work it, it seems like it'd be fruitless and i go well, well for me it's like i would always take my phone out and take pictures you know what i mean like yeah so you know whatever all right listen joe thank you for taking the time out uh i know time always flies when you're having great time absolutely so who knows we're already at an hour um, I know, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll but, pick
1: back up when I'm in Baltimore again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: And I, like I told you, I'm going to be coming to. I want to come to Atlanta soon. So, Absolutely. you know, we'll, we'll definitely do that because Jess has family down there and I used to, but I could still probably get into some trouble down there. So, I think it'd be yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, so, where can people check out your stuff and learn more about what you do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would suggest all the creative folks out there go to Grits and Grids dot com that's uh, that's the inspirational website um, there's an interview on there a written one with a gentleman who takes you know photos and is a podcaster uh, <laughs> you may know um, you know and it's a good one I try to give that kind of value out there as well with artists and creators of all types just mm-hmm. written I'm not doing the podcast thing <laughs> um, and then you know Vigorbranding.com is is uh, my studio my firm that does you know restaurant branding so there's some good work out there and um, yeah I think that's that's a goodness. Find me on the Twitter space at Vigor and at Gretz Grids. All That's right. about it.
0: All right, definitely. So last but not least, who's someone that you would like
1: to hear us talk to on the show? Uh, I guess they have to be alive, right? Could be kind of... Generally. Kinda... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's a lot of good people uh, out there, I think, doing a lot of good stuff. Um, I, had, I had some ideas in my head, but I lost some. Um, Gary V, do it, dude. I know get, get, we're, we're
0: we're yeah we're we're taking swings, man. We're taking swings. If you saw that review I wrote, it uh it got some attention, and and the people that work at VaynerMedia are definitely uh, have the pulse on on his thing. So we're you know, fingers mm-hmm.
1: crossed. We'll we'll be doing something. And I, I well my, yeah, I actually I actually I'll connect you with uh this is a good person to have. His name yeah. is Jason Donnelly. Um, Jason Donnelly. Yeah, he's an author. Great mm-hmm. guy. He's from Harrisburg, actually. Oh nice. Um, Wrote two books, I think maybe three now, and he works at Vayner Media, So No shit. Yeah, oh, you man. know
0: what? You know Jason? I, so I read, he was in that book. He was in the book and said that he quit to yeah. go write a book, and then Gary was supporting enough that he said, when you come back, you still have your own job. And I yep. looked him up, and he's back at Vayner yeah. as a senior yep. copywriter, I think. And and I message him on Facebook and I was like, dude, we love to have you on and talk about that story. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I haven't heard back. So if you know him,
1: yeah, hey, great. I'll push him out. I'll text him after after this, man. He yeah. he's he's funny. Like he, <laughs> dude, you better have uh you got you better have like timeouts to like check your gut because you're gonna be hurting. Um <laughs> and his books, I I if you like Chuck Palahniuk and you like uh like Tom Robbins, uh, if you like the sort of twisted humor, mm-hmm. um his books are really worth the read. Nice. I'll definitely need to check him out.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Joseph, again, thank you for taking the time out and and coming on the show. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to grab a drink soon. Oh, we will. Don't worry about it,
1: man. (laughs) Thank you for having
0: me. All right. No problem. Take care. Later, dude. All right, guys. Hope you just enjoyed that great episode. Now let's get back to it with Digital Transitions. They're hiring a head of design, web, and social media for their New York office. So be sure to check out that job, share it with your friends, if you know anybody who'd be a great addition to the Digital Transitions team. Now, what they're doing for us is amazing. They're giving away 27% off your first phase one rental when you mention Angry Millennial. 40% off Capture One Styles using coupon code ANGRY40. 15% 15% off Capture One Master's program using coupon ANGRY15, and 12% off Capture One Pro using coupon ANGRY12. Check out all of these discounts at digitaltransitions.com backslash angry.